Running a pet business is no walk in the park. I've been there, done that, and sure have the campfire stories to prove it. That's why Pet Boss Nation created Camp Pet Boss, where you can relax at a beautiful lake, refuel your leadership confidence with our in-person activities, and reignite your passion for the pet business of your dreams with your pet industry peers and trusted experts. Camp Pet Boss is a one-of-a-kind business retreat that mixes conference learning sessions and camp-like activities for pet professionals and their dogs. When was the last time that you got away from your business, unplugged from the chaos, and reconnected with your inner entrepreneurial spirit? And I hope that you heard me, that your furry best friend could be there too. Get ready for the most amazing and unique in-person adventure for pet business owners and their dogs, happening this summer in Lake Delton, Wisconsin, August 27th through the 30th of 2024. Tickets will sell out, and one building is already booked solid, So I want you to hit pause on this podcast and visit camppetboss.com right now to make sure that you have a room reserved. Your ticket price includes all food, lodging, and seminars. Need another reason to secure your ticket early? How about a massive discount of savings of $850 off your ticket? That's right. Early bird pricing is happening right now, but not for much longer. And I can't wait to hang out with you at camp this summer and share all those juicy pet boss stories around the campfire. September is Self-Care Awareness Month. So guess what? We have a whole month dedicated just to spoiling ourselves and focusing just on us. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? Maybe we can just like drop everything and go on vacation. Yeah, I wish it were that simple and that easy. I mean, with the snap of the finger to be able to just focus on just us. Heck no. This time of year especially is really hard, I think, just because we're transitioning from the summer months into the fall. So there's the shift in the weather, the shift in the, the sun being out, the shift in our surroundings and, and just light and weather and gray skies. At least we get that in the Midwest sometimes. There's back to school time where our activities might be picking up for those of you that have children, you know, and then having kids, gosh, they go back to school and all of a sudden the whole family's getting sick. And the holidays are coming. They're just right down the corner. And so we're trying to juggle family and work and preparing and knowing that the days are just going to get shorter. Potentially the weather's going to get colder. And so I feel like that's why we're in this mood shift here and potentially why whoever created Self-Care Awareness Month picked September. Well, self-care is so, so important as a business owner, and it can be really tricky to navigate it because there's a different answer for everybody, and we all have different resources and enjoy different things and prioritize things differently. So I don't know about you, but I sure could use some self-care help right now. I mean, it has been a challenge coming back from being on maternity leave to getting thrown into our big pet business boot camp and then heading off to Vegas all while trying to learn to be a new mom and still continue to run the company. So I'll share a little bit of that and more with you today on this episode. Welcome to the Boss Your Business podcast, the show for the local pet business owner. If you have a physical building, carry inventory, have a team, or dream of having one someday, then this podcast is for you. You'll hear honest conversations from pet pros work in the streets of Main Street, where dog business is big business. I'm your show host, Candace Daniolo, 
the founder of Pet Boss Nation, and a pet business coach. I've started, scaled, and sold three successful pet businesses, and now help mentor thousands of pet professionals to see success faster together. I'm sharing my favorite business tips with you, mixed with the latest secrets of what's working now, especially in this challenging world. So if you're a pet supply store, grooming salon, dog daycare, boarding facility, pet sitter, dog trainer, or really anyone covered in fur, let's get started. All right. Well, since self-care awareness month isn't about vacations and spoiling ourselves nonstop, let's talk about what it actually is about. And it's really focusing on bringing awareness to the red flags that you're getting burned out so that maybe you can identify them sooner rather than later to prevent that from happening. It's also bringing awareness to actions that will make you feel better, not just once things get tough, but things you can start doing now to really see improvement and potentially avoid that whole burnout. Self-Care Awareness Month is also about taking stock in your life about the stressors that are there so that you can then evaluate if you want to coexist with them or how you would go about coexisting with them. Or as I like to try to do is just to remove them, period. So there's no right or wrong answer for what defines self-care for you. Maybe it's meditation. Personally, that's not my jam, but it could be for you. Exercise. Also, not something I'm into right now, but I should become into it. (laughs) Exercise should start to become my new friend. (laughs) A daily walk with your dog, a nightly bath, coffee with a friend, a hobby that you love, Maybe it's saying no. There's a lot of power in just saying no to things. It could be a nap. I used to hate naps, and now I love them when I can get a chance to have one. Maybe it's just getting ahead of your marketing or checking things off your to-do list, finally making progress on something. I mean, the list could go on and on about all of the things that bring you joy, peace, and calm and help you feel that sense of control. Self-care for me is a massage and a spa day, but you know what? Not everybody has time for that or even wants to potentially, right? So we need to find moments of Zen in every single week, maybe every single day that are actually like realistic things that we can conquer. And it could be a massage every week. I actually did start to do that for a couple of years, believe it or not, because I do love massages and it totally relaxes me. At one point in my life, I just wish, gosh, I I wish I could have a massage every single week. Gosh, I will feel like I have made it. (laughs) Well, I don't remember when it was, maybe about six years ago, a friend of ours is a massage therapist who came to the house and was giving us a massage. And I said that to her because she was like really working into my knots. And I was like, gosh, I just really, I get so tense. I carry all my stress in my shoulders and my neck and my back. And I sit at a computer, you know, I've got all these knots. I just wish I could do this every single week. And she's like, well, why not? <laughs> I was like, well, because I don't know. Can, can I afford it? I mean, a massage every week. That just seems like excessive. And she's like, Candace, it's like $60 a week for me to come to your house. <laughs> like you can afford it. It's not a big deal. And I was like, yes, I finally made it. <laughs> so that was my self-care. I looked forward to it every single week. But now that's just not an option because I don't have someone in my area who could do that. And honestly, right now, I just don't think that that is something that I would be prioritizing. So we have to figure out what actually makes sense for us, right? Each of us individually. But I can tell you that as a small business owner, you definitely need to be thinking about this, okay? It cannot just be work, 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 work nonstop. 
because I know what is likely happening in your life is that your hobby is your job. You know, you are a workaholic. I've been called that in my life. Has anyone ever called you that? You know, burnout is real. It is real, real stuff. And burnout maybe just doesn't have to be like actually giving up and not wanting to do something. Burnout can look like your relationships are suffering, your physical health is deteriorating, being tired, not enjoying things, right? Like burnout can look a lot of different ways. And I just don't want you to lose any kind of momentum because you're just too frazzled or busy to pay attention to you because you're so busy caring for other people, caring for your customers and your team and your family, your friends, your vendors, the animals in your care. You're being pulled in a lot of different directions. And while I don't want you to get burnt out, it's not just about burnout. You see, the problem with the speed that we all run is that we're likely overachievers. You know, we want more for our lives. We've invested a lot of time and money. We see this big goal, this big vision, this big dream for our business, and nothing's going to stop us getting there. But we still have thoughts wondering if we're enough. Are we the right one to be doing this? Maybe if you're a parent, you're wondering if you're parenting enough. You're wondering if your child is developing at the stages that they're supposed to be developing at. I mean, I'm worrying about that right now. He's so young and we haven't been around a lot of other children his age yet. I plan to start very soon because I don't know. This is my first child. I don't know what I don't know. <laughs> Just like how I teach you guys about business. You don't know what you don't know. I feel that way in my, in my parenting life. A little unsure of myself, wondering if I'm enough, if he's enough. I compare myself to other moms, compare myself to other families, compare myself to the amount of time I have to balance work and life and family and love. Are you comparing yourself to others around you? Are you comparing yourself to other business owners? So much of our life because of the speed that we go at can feel so out of reach and out of control. And that happens and feels chaotic in our lives because we haven't focused on us. You haven't focused enough time on you. You haven't loved on yourself enough, shown yourself some grace, given yourself a good at a girl, at a boy, pat on the back. Maybe you haven't paid yourself. Maybe you haven't given yourself a day off in a long time. Maybe you haven't gone on a vacation. <laughs> Get that schedule today. This is your wake up call to prioritize self care. And it's my wake up call to do the same. Because like I said, I wanted to share more about with you what's going on in my life. And I got to tell you, I am feeling very stretched thin. I feel like I'm stuck in mud, right? Like I don't know which direction to go. There are so many things that I could do and give my attention to between my home, my work, our commercial properties, Pet Boss Nation, private clients, club members mastermind members, my neighbors, my friends, my family members, the charity organizations I'm involved in, the boards I'm on. I'm feeling pulled in so many directions because what happened? I said yes to too much stuff. And that is why there is power in saying no. So what happens when you have so many things you can do, but you know there's no time to start any of the things? <laughs> there's no time to do any of it because you're going to get interrupted, you'll get distracted, and you know that if you just start one thing, it's going to make a mess. Maybe I can blame it on older age too, just getting a little older. <laughs> so this is our wake-up call to be better, to do better, to care for ourselves, to love for ourselves, 
not just in the month of September, but for all months to come. So what's interesting right now, at least in my life, is that I have a business, Pet Boss Nation, that I really want to grow because I have a big vision for what we can achieve. I see it. I know exactly how we should get there. I have the best team behind us to make it happen. We have amazing clients. We're making a great impact in the world. We've got amazing podcast listeners. I see that big vision. I also see that I want to spend so much time with my little boy. Carmine is now seven months. He turned seven months this week. And I just want to do more with him and eat up as much of his life experience right now because I can already see how fast it's going by. I also want to nurture the relationships that I have because I've moved back home to my home area after having been away for 25 years. I can see that you know my family and some of our friends are aging and I want to spend more time with them. So how do we juggle everything? I thought this would be a good topic to discuss because I'm thinking about this a lot. And so I wanted to share a few different things that have been on my mind that I think would be helpful to you, either in your personal life or in your business life that could help us. I'm not going to tell you to go to bed early, drink more water, boil some of your favorite tea, time block on your calendar. Yes, all of those things will start to help you, right? Prioritize. What's the most important thing for you to get done in the next week or month? <laughs> I mean, yes, that those are strategies and tools to help you that do help, that we do teach our clients to do, right? Life is just a constant regrouping and prioritizing and list making. But that's not what I'm going to share with you in this episode. The first thing I want to discuss, and I think this is perfect for our perfectionists, it really could help you start to make some progress faster. And that is to not feel like you have to lower your expectations, but instead think about changing your expectations. I remember just thinking recently about a scenario that happened that I, and I was frustrated and irritated and I was just like, well, I guess I'm going to have to lower my expectations. I guess didn't say it out loud, but I felt it. And I thought, okay, how can I reframe this? And it was that I'm just going to change my expectations because maybe I'm having unrealistic expectations. Are you having unrealistic expectations of yourself, of your team, or you have your significant other or your kids? So instead of feeling like they can't be met or that when they are met, it's less than what you wanted, don't feel that way. Just know that you may need to just change them and that you're needs and wants and desires are just on a different journey, a slower journey, potentially because you just have too much going on. (laughs) Maybe the people in your life have too much going on. That shifting the things that have to get done to a perspective of let's just change our expectations to actually meet our goal, meet the time that we have available to execute whatever it is you need to do so that it feels less overwhelming and actually attainable. This could be as simple as knowing that you need to reorganize your office or catch up on financial paperwork or go through your entire store looking at expiration dates or completely change your pricing and packaging models and billing. Anything that feels like it's a big daunting task, think about why it feels that way. 
what's the high expectation, that unmet expectation of you, of your company, of your team? And can you just shift and change it, break it apart, pull it into lots of little pieces that feel like an action plan you can start to move forward with? For example, if you have a doggy daycare and a grooming salon and pet care services, pet sitting services and a retail store, and you know that you are missing out on making a bunch of money because you didn't price your products according to how we teach our clients, (laughs) using the psychology of pricing along with a lot of other things, or maybe you know that you have to raise your rates because you want to charge what you're worth and you want to make sure you're attracting a more affluent client who can pay for your services but you're unsure where to start. You're not sure how your customers are going to react. You're unsure how to communicate it. You're nervous about how you're going to communicate it. Instead of changing your whole business, work department by department, vendor by vendor, service by service, whatever feels manageable. Change the expectation for the big goal because something is better than nothing. Progress over perfection. On a previous episode with Allison Hester, I interviewed her and she had said that she feels like if she can get an 85% a passing grade on all the areas of her life, then she's winning and doing well. And she's not going to stress out about it. And I loved that. I think about it now more than ever, because as somebody who does strive for perfection or who can get so hung up in the how things are done or what people might think releasing that like really high expectation we hold on ourselves was so freeing. And you know what? The quality of work we produce is no different. Quality of what I'm really expecting in my life and how it all comes together hasn't changed a lot, but I've just taken the pressure off myself. I bet you can take the pressure off of you too. The second point is that if you actually do want to make a lot of progress and you're busy with a family, busy with multiple businesses, busy with family members who might be sick, you need support. You need help. You need a team. You cannot do this alone. So whatever that looks like, if you need childcare and you can't afford it, you need to find somebody who can start to help even just part-time or a couple days a week to give you some flexibility. You're worth it to have that time off in a way to focus on either focus on you or focus on your family priorities or to focus on your work. You need that time. We're very fortunate that we were able to find and can afford a full-time nanny to help, which has completely opened up my calendar to keep making progress forward. And when I think about the team, the team that we have at Pet Boss Nation, and I had this at my doggy daycare and at my retail store too, like they kept things going. So no matter what funk I might've been in or where my headspace was at or what part of my life pulled me in whichever direction, you know, because I said, I've always said yes to things too much my whole life. So wherever I ended up, my attention ended up being pulled to the team that was there to run the operations of all the businesses were solid, trained, great at their jobs, great at customer service, and could keep things rolling. You need that too. Your business is only as strong and your life and your home is only as strong as its weakest link. So put time and attention there to help make you stronger. And point three is the next extension and step off of that. Once you have the help in your life and in the business, it can free you up to start working on the high impact, high results type of work that you should be doing as the owner of your company. But what I see a lot, and I'm guilty of it myself, 
is that I spend time in low effort, low impact, because it's freaking easy. <laughs> so I might pick those things. You know, you're like, you're looking at the long list of to do's and you're like, great, what can I tackle quickly to get done? Because I know I don't have a lot of time, but let me check all these things off and I will feel very accomplished at the end of the day because I have checked off 10 things, but they were all low effort, low impact, or potentially a lot of high effort went into them, but they were low impact activities as well. And those are not where we should be spending our time, guys. We should not be hanging out down here. We can totally find team to support us or people to support us in our lives that can be doing that stuff, that in the business stuff. And we need to be spending our time on that high impact, big bet, big win, easy wins, the big major projects. That's where we need to be. Also getting support and help. You shouldn't have to do it alone there, but that's where we lead the charge. It's hard to spend time on those CEO tasks and roles at the top and keeping our head in the game there because I know that, you know, you're probably growing your business and and you're still fulfilling a lot of the customer demands and needs. And so I just want you to to think about this concept of the, it's actually called the action priority matrix. Okay. On the left-hand side is the impact, high and low. On the bottom, it's the amount of effort things take. And then it kind of is a, is a quadrant and it helps you think about tasks and where they would fall. Think at the top right corner, it's low effort, high impact. On the bottom left corner, it's low impact, low effort. Right side, top, high effort, high impact. Bottom right is high effort, low impact. So you can Google it and you can see it. And it's almost impossible to spend all of our time in the high effort, high impact stuff. However, bringing attention to it, you know, using this podcast as our wake up calls is a good reminder to ourselves. Are we getting stuck in the weeds? Is it time to really hire somebody so that we can spend our time there? Because at the top is where you can make decisions. And if you can make decisions quickly and delegate them to your team, then things should be moving forward and it actually should be freeing up your time when you become more of a decision maker versus the actual action taker. And I don't know what stage you are in your business. And I know that it probably feels overwhelming to know how you're going to get there. I want you to just take some baby steps. I don't want you to feel like you have to accomplish it all tomorrow or in this month or even before the end of the year. Let's change your expectations. Like I said at first, you don't have to go alone. We are here to help you and support you at Pet Boss Nation through our programs and through the things that we share on these podcasts. We're here for you. You are not alone and you can go at your own pace. I just want us to think about how are we spending our time? Is what we're doing the best use of that time for us? Because I got to tell you, there's a lot of times where I I've realized I'm inserting myself where I don't need to be inserting myself into the business and I'm getting sucked in and working on the low effort, low impact things because it feels easy and it's safe. But what that's doing is it's preventing me from spending time with Carmine and I don't want to do that. I want to have as much time as I can with him. So that's why this is a good reminder for me too. The fourth thing I want to share is that I want you to be willing to ask for help. So, you know, maybe you're not ready to hire or maybe you have hired people, but, you know, you need to let your guard down, acknowledge to somebody that you're either struggling and need help or just be willing to release something that is potentially overwhelming for you or taking away your good energy. 
right? Take sucking the energy out of you. So talk to somebody that can actually help you with whatever it is you're facing. And just by acknowledging that you might be struggling, and it could be as simple as, I don't know what to cook for my family for the week, (laughs) for meals. I need help. I need an easy button for that. To, I don't know how to handle this customer situation. Can you help me? To, I'm not sure how to make my social media successful and work for me. Can you please help? Whatever it is, don't be afraid to ask for help because acknowledging it actually releases a lot of pressure. At least it does for me. The fifth thing is that I want you to not be afraid to end something. You know, I've already touched on there's so much power in saying no when someone asks you for something, something of your time, asks you to do something. It is okay to say, no, I can't do that. I Can we reschedule or maybe in the future? Not right now. I mean, there is a lot of power in there because everything that we say yes to takes time on our calendar and takes us away from the things that we really should be working on or want to be working on. So there is a lot of power there. So if you are someone like me who has said yes to a lot of stuff, then it is okay to go ahead and end something, right? To change the plan, to back out, to pass the baton, to ask for forgiveness. (laughs) Could be a relationship that you need to end. It could be an obligation. I don't know what it is. Could be a policy, could be an event. I don't know, only you know. Don't be afraid to just call it quits. And when I say don't be afraid to call it quits, I'm not actually saying to quit your job. (laughs) Well, maybe, maybe, I guess, if that makes sense for you. Maybe you do need to end something in your company. Reflect on that. Look at the data. Really decide if it makes sense to do it. And just know that it is okay. Okay, it is okay. There are seasons in our life where things work and sometimes they don't. I had a successful dog walking business where we had enough customers for seven full-time walkers. We were busy. It probably brought in, I don't know the exact number, but we were doing almost $200,000 a year in revenue. And um, it was great. The problem was it was one of the worst winners ever. And I couldn't find anyone to work at the rates that we could pay people at based on what we were charging our customers. And honestly, it was a scheduling nightmare and our customers ran that business. So I just decided to let it go. I was like, I am not fixing this. It is not a service we need to offer any longer. So we called it quits. We let that piece go. I just encourage you that if something is really pulling at you, weighing on you and distracting you from spending time where you want to and spending time on the things you can leverage then let it go. Let it free. All right. And then that gets me to my last point here is just not to actually feel guilty about working. So if you are a working mom or if you are caring for a loved one and your priority really is with them, but you also need to make some money to pay the bills, (laughs) don't feel guilty about working. Squeeze it in where you can, when you can. And, you know, I, I really think that People will appreciate that, you know, you're showing them a good work ethic. You're showing them that you can multitask. You're showing them that you still want to pursue your dreams. You're showing them that, you know, paying yourself and doing the work that you do is a good thing and making a big impact in your community, right? You're giving your kids, you're showing them that they can look up to to what you're doing and you're showing them what's possible as a small business owner. You're showing your friends what's possible. 
Maybe you're even inspiring other people without even realizing it. So do not feel guilty about working. Maybe you love it. Like I loved it when I first came back. You know, I I still do love it. But what I mean is like right when I came back from maternity leave, I was loving it. I felt in the flow. It felt so great again. But then I could hear Carmine like crying upstairs and the nanny was here helping. And I was just felt so guilty that I wasn't here with him. Or I feel guilty if I miss something that he does, that it's the first time he's done it. Or I get feel guilty if he's bonding with her. And I'm like, well, do, do I have that same bond? I worry about things like that. It's silly. Of course I have a bond with him. <laughs> but I can't let that distract me from doing the work I need to do and make me feel guilty about it. But I also, in case you love working more than doing a lot of other things in your life, do not feel guilty about that either. Okay. You do you. I just want you to be happy. I want you to feel fulfilled. I want you to have balance, however balance looks and whatever that freaking means. (laughs) Okay. I do want it for you. I don't know if it's actually achievable, but if we can kind of go with the flow, like Allison Hester said, and just feel like our passing grade is good enough, good job, then we're killing it. Yeah, we're rocking it. So don't feel guilty. So to recap what I shared, basically, I'm in a place where (laughs) I'm feeling a little out of control, to be honest. My sense of feeling out of control is really just because I have big dreams. I see all the things that I want to accomplish and I just can't make progress. And I'm not sure which which way to go. So I know if I'm feeling like this, that you might be feeling like this (laughs) in part of your life or all of your life. And I just wanted to let you know that it's okay. It's okay because this is just a season. And by giving ourselves some grace, by focusing on some self-care, maybe it is drinking tea or more water or checking that priority list, breaking down your plan into bite-sized pieces. Maybe it is that. I know that those things all work, but maybe it's also the things I talked about today by changing your expectations, getting a support system to help you and people to help you, spending time on the high impact activities, asking for help, acknowledging that you're struggling to release it from any pressure that's being put on you, ending things that aren't serving you and not feeling guilty to actually be working. So I want you to think about what's a realistic thing that you could start doing for yourself daily that qualifies as self-care to you. What is that? I actually just started making a point to sit in this specific chair in the window in my home, right where the sun's setting, because I know that my day is usually wrapped up and I'll sit there with Carmine and we just cuddle and I'll read him a book. And that has become now my favorite way to end my, my day. So even if I'm feeling like I'm working too much and not available for all the new mommy stuff, I know I have that moment with him. So I want you to think about for yourself, what's one thing that you can give to yourself that's your self-care? I actually want to give a shout out to one of our Pet Boss Club members, Lisa, from Sit, Stay, and Play. We sent an email about the topic of self-care and she hit reply back to us and said, thank you for checking in on all of us. The main thing that I do every week is have a sacred day off for me. That's every Thursday. I fill my calendar with fun and family. No work permitted. My team knows not to call me 
regardless of the situation. They are trained that I will agree to the decision that they needed to make in my absence. And if it needs to be adjusted, we will discuss alternatives when I return. High five, Lisa. Yes. Oh, man. Imagine it, guys. Imagine if you had that. I sure hope you do. And even if you take time off, maybe you actually can get away from your business. But are you being intentional with that time? I love how Lisa says that she fills her calendar with family and fun. No work is permitted and that her team knows not to call her regardless of the situation. I love what she also answers. I love it so much. I'm going to say it again, that they, her team are trained to know that she's going to agree with the decision that they need to make in her absence and that if adjustments need to be made, it is okay. And they will discuss it when she returns. I mean, yes, we love that. Way to go, Lisa. Let's all be a little bit more like Lisa, right? Pick that day off, fill it with family and fun. Well, I sure hope you love this episode because it's been a labor of love. I'll tell you that because I didn't know when I was going to get it done and we're cutting it right at the deadline to get the podcast episode off to our editor to make sure that it is available for you on Sunday mornings as we always release new podcast episodes on Sunday mornings. So I'm squeezing it in. And to be honest, I was originally just planning to go ahead and record while Carmine was awake and playing because he was being so good. And I thought, well, this will be just like so realistic, right? Like juggling work and mom life. However, the play started to begin to get a little bit noisy. Maybe you'll be thankful that I didn't have all of that noise playing in the background while you were listening to this episode. Anyway, I know that I'll get ahead very, very soon. Very, very soon. That's the plan. That's one of the priorities for us. I hope that you stay tuned for that for when it does. And I hope that you stay tuned for next week's episode as well. I'll see you there. Did you know that we also have a weekly email newsletter and a blog, all full of amazing business building tools for you, completely free resources. And that's how you stay in the know with everything that we have happening at Pet Boss Nation. Now, the best way to get on our email list if you're not currently is to visit petboss.com, scroll to the bottom of the site and jump on our newsletter right there because this podcast is just one of the many ways that we provide free tips and resources to pet professionals all over the globe. All right, visit petboss.com to jump on our email newsletter list and you'll find out about newest blog posts, newest podcast episodes, as well as any free webinars or trade shows or appearances that we might be going to. All right, let's stay connected every single week, not just through the podcast, but through your email too. Visit petboss.com.